Hi you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Guilty Reader podcast where we read as much or as little as we like and we'll still always be real readers. So, what's up? It's it's the time of the year where we're all doing a lot of reflecting. I like this time of the year actually. I like I like the end of the year. It's very it's it's like the weekend of the year and i'm sure we're all seeing a lot of memes around this also like welcome to the weekend of the year welcome to the last two weeks of the year which feel like the weekend or stuff like that but i didn't like december i like december it's chilly it's um it's a lot of uh, there there's there's a lot of pleasant weather good reading weather um you get a lot of nice holiday books coming out at this time of the year holiday romcoms especially um netflix too has some really good holiday romcoms so it's a nice time of the year i enjoy this uh, time of the year and uh, this is also the time of the year where you know we suddenly start going back and reflecting on oh i wish i had done this this year and oh i wish i had been better or oh i want to do this for next year i mean there there are all sorts of things that we think about right this time but we're we're backward um looking but also forward facing in some ways uh so we're all looking at what we could have done better but we're also looking at what we we can do better in the following years and i think this i personally feel so and people are free to correct me if i'm wrong i think this uh time of the year is peak self help book sales if anyone has any data please reach out to me because i'd love to know if it is because especially for like topics like i don't know goal setting and uh, maybe you know uh, how to better your finances i think all these genres of self improvement i'm sure they make a lot of money at this time of the year because it's just it's the time when you're really like after spending 11 months of dithering and trying but not really fi- succeeding or trying and failing or not even trying your best you're like oh no now i'm going to take this one month or this fortnight or whatever and i'm going to fix everything in my life and next year i'll be a different person or i'm going to use the next year to become a completely different person whatever wherever you are on the spectrum of improving yourself at the time of uh the beginning of the beginning of new year wherever you lie on that spectrum but um i definitely think that this is a time when self help book sales must skyrocket has to be especially goal setting and personal finance can't be that they don't skyrocket But um, since the sales skyrocket, you also get a lot more recommendations in those genres. Um, so since you do get those recommendations, you're often, uh, if you're like me with with a little less self control, and if you're like me who believes that I can solve all the problems in my life by reading the shit out of them, uh, then welcome. <laughs> you're in the right place. but uh, which is which is exactly why um, this time around also i started getting a lot of recs for um, a lot of good self help books um especially uh, bookstagram has been very very kind um to me to want to get rid of money in my wallet it's helped me a lot um, but more on why why blame bookstagram for my lack of self control but anyway so i i saw a lot of good recs for self help books um and i usually see them at this time of the year i mean this is not the first year i've been seeing this for about 3 years now that 
um the two kinds of content at this point of the year that i see one is the whole christmas holiday new year romcom um, mystery genre of things which is the fiction side of things you'll have a lot more um a holiday mysteries also i i just went across for the other day and i saw um a couple of uh, christmas murder mysteries which was interesting um that was the first time i saw those actually i've never really seen holiday themed murder mysteries before but i did see them this time and then of course there's the whole holiday romance genre but then there's also this genre which is basically like first of january change your life by doing this 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 of course the book is more so like oh at any point of time in the year you can change your life but just generally around first of january there's a lot more cognizance about the fact that you can do things to change your life uh so yes i caved i caved and i bought a i think i was very good this year um because when i start buying self help books i usually buy <laughs> buy the dozen <laughs> which isn't a great uh, thing that i do but i think i was good this year i i only picked up uh, about four self help or five self help self improvement uh, kind of books but um as i was buying those and as as i've made clear in previous podcasts that i use my um, i use my kindle as my primary reading um method i have fewer physical books than um digital books but i realized oh this is awkward to admit but i realized i have 800 something books on my kindle which i have been collecting since 2015 um so while it's been a solid eight years i have basically bought 100 books a year i don't think i've read I don't think I've read more than I. I'd be surprised if I've read even twenty percent of the books that I have on my Kindle. I think I'm, yeah, no, I'm on the other spectrum of the. Oh, my hobby is buying books. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That's that's who the memes are based on. Like that meme is me. Um, reading books and collecting books are two totally different hobbies. I am that meme. Um. So yeah, but um, of course, a lot of these books also I got this year during September. um for those of you who don't know there's something called stuff your kindle day um which is basically a series of i think three or four times in the year of two to three days wherein you get a bunch of uh, romance indie indie published romance books for free uh so i stuffed a lot of those in in that time uh, i think i stuffed about 75 80 books from there and of course i have some kindle unlimited books and i have a lot of other free books also which i pick up during kindle day uh, deals or whatever so i wouldn't say that i have like half, more than half my books are free no i have paid for a solid 75 80% of those books i'm very sure but that's not the point of this episode um i and uh, and my kindle i create folders or collections because i'm slightly type a like that so i have a romance um collection i have a literary fiction collection i have a thriller collection for all my fiction books so they're they're like by based on their genre or whatever um i also have a bunch of categories for my non fiction books so i have essay collections i have um a non fiction historical non fiction or um uh, around uh, you know the whole uh, the whole literary non fiction piece also so i have a bunch of categories and i have one bunch of categories which one bunch of books which is uh, parked in a collection called self help books um i was very shocked to see 
that I have 250 books approximately in that collection. So, just for perspective, out of 800 books, I have around 250 books which are on self-help. That in itself, at the first glance, should be just a just a wake-up call. Because like I said, despite the fact that I have a certain belief that I can read my way out of problems, there is also um, the fact that there are so many so many different kinds of self-help books out there that exist uh, which is also maybe a glimpse on the fact that number one there are multiple ways to solve a problem but number two there are so many problems out there um, but that's probably a more existential debate but yes i have about 250 books um, on concepts like productivity personal finance self-development goal setting manifestation also now recently i've gotten on to a manifestation cake and whatnot um, i mean just as an example um, i'm sure everyone out there has read the secret by rhonda byron um, i'm sorry i really don't know how to pronounce her surname but she has written six books more maybe i think around you know the secret and manifestation and the law of attraction and all those things and I love the concept. Uh, I was introduced to that concept through the first book, The Secret, way back in 2014, maybe earlier. I think maybe I was in school, 2010 maybe or earlier. But yeah, I was introduced to this concept in that book. And um, on my Kindle, I collected a bunch of other books written by her. Which, as I started reading a couple of them, I realized that they're all around the same concepts. They're largely around uh, her her belief or her principle of ask, believe, receive. Um, they're centered around using gratitude as a power to increase your vibration and manifesting, and um, and also just about the whole concept of uh, faith and belief and all those things, and just believing in the universe and all of that. And they're all largely around that. I have tried to read, I think, I want to say The Hero and um, I'm forgetting one of her other books, which when I started reading them 10 pages in, 15 pages, 20 pages, 30 pages in, I was just a little like, but this is exactly what was there in The Secret also. I think one of them is called The Power, which talks a lot, at least in the first 50 pages. I don't claim to be an expert. I tried reading it, but I instantaneously got bored because it felt repetitive to me. Um, it was around the whole power of gratitude. Uh, so there was that. Uh, so so uh, th that's what I'm trying to say. I have six books by this author because I really liked her first book and I thought her other five books are going to be life changing, but they turned out to be stuff I either didn't resonate with or I uh, thought was repetitive. and honestly um felt a little cash gravy to me but that's not that's neither here nor there um but also before i get into you know of course how this what this has taught me about myself i think i'd also like to take a minute on how um this is a commentary on just just how well the self-help industry does i mean the self-help industry is probably a really good space to be in right now in terms of impact because i think as humans there are so many problems we face and we're all just trying to do our best to survive and hopefully thrive and move in life and 
and these books are really helpful over there especially i've read a lot of good self help books in my life and and i think some of them have really truly had a lasting impact on me and those books i genuinely believe the life changing books are something that some things that people should definitely read i wouldn't say that you know every self help book i've read in my life has been life changing but those which have been have actually truly genuinely honestly changed my life and for that i would say that this industry probably is worthy of the thriving that it's getting or worthy of the praise that it gets or the worthy of the recognition that it gets because there's just there's just a lot of good impact that's happened but of course also uh it's a moment for all of us to reflect on you know the moment you enter a crossword are you um i so okay i uh, i'll talk about two bookstores that that i visit very regularly which is there's a crossword near my house and there's a bargain book hut um and both of these bookstores i have observed have you know um so they have this um if i had to divide the store fiction gets a large chunk right fiction has like one full wall um of things or of of books um which is segregated into genres of like thriller romance etc romance usually especially in the last 3 to 4 years i've seen has always had a bigger section i remember when i was a teenager mystery used to have a bigger section um or maybe it's just how i my it's a little bit of a manifestation of where i was in my reading life also maybe i was reading mystery that time so i only saw large racks of mystery books but then you go to the other wall which is the non fiction wall and self help as a genre is nearly always 50 to 75% of that wall um it's always there there are different authors there are different there are foreign authors there are dim- indian authors there are um different uh, writers you have different uh, researchers doctors some of them are not even uh, researchers they are just people who have a certain expertise that has come through experience everything i mean it's it's quite literally like everybody has their own space in that genre in that shelf and then of course your typical literary non fiction historical non fiction etc just become like this one or two tiny racks in in the non fiction section so as as a as a subset of the reading industry i'm sure fiction's doing very uh, non fiction's doing very well and self help in that is doing very 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 well um you'll also always notice that your self help books are always costlier pricier than your your typical fiction book and i think one way to justify that is that the research or the effort undertaken is far more um not far more but is more intensive than your average fiction book that's a justification do i agree with it do i not agree with it is a different thing i i uh, it's a whole different uh, conversation to have but yes so what i'm really trying to say with this is that everyone's trying to solve a problem and the self help industry is thriving on that and my kindle as a reader is is representative of that about 30% of my books right now are one one genre one subset of a genre non fiction self help that's where i am right now so um aside from the whole piece of um collecting these books i think what really struck me when i saw my kindle this time was the fact that i am accumulating these books but i'm not doing anything about it so let me explain 
when you're trying to fix something in your life now we all have phases in our life right we have phases where we're going down phases when we're feeling down we're not feeling our best we're not doing our best we're not achieving moving forward progressing whatever we're we're just not where we want to be and so we will go out and we will look for solutions of how to be or how to get to wherever we want to get to um books for me since i was a kid have been that one way of where i gauge a solution of course there's other ways that i i do it i seek professional help i seek advice from people i love and trust but also books um and i have always believed that if i finish the book i will get a solution and i will implement it from tomorrow morning but i think the fact that i have 250 self help books on my kindle has taught me something about myself i am now using my my tendency to look for a solution in books as a crutch i am now using the f- act of buying a book as a means to procrastinate i'm using it as a means to procrastinate on actually doing the thing that i need to do to solve my problem so um i will buy the book and subconsciously maybe a part of my brain will be like now i will solve this problem because now i can read the book and now i can solve this problem abhi itna bahut hai book le liya bas ab we will solve the problem solved just to give you an example uh, back in 2017 18 i was going through a little bit of a patch in my life where i wasn't feeling my best and i was really genuinely doing a lot of research on happiness and contentment and stuff like that i just on a whim did a search on my kindle for a keyword happiness i have seven books with the word happiness in its title on my kindle um i did another random search uh because back in 2020 2021 i had a note taking phase where i was very worried about the fact that i forget things or i slip off on things at work so i had a phase where i was like no i need to find a system that helps me take notes in a way that i don't forget anything i have eight different books on note taking systems and data recording systems i have eight different books i'm never going to implement eight different systems for taking notes no i'm not yes there is merit in the fact that if i read about the eight systems i will find the one system that works for me however i cannot find that one system that works for me without trying those eight systems does any one of us have the time to try out eight note taking systems the act of choosing anything in life any sort of system requires you to give it at least 2 to 3 months of implementation effort to be able to decide if it works for you or not for example budgeting templates that are out there all of them recommend that you try their template for at least 3 months before desi- deciding if it works for you or not that's the same thing with anything a book is recommending without trying it you will not know if it works for you or not without trying it what you're reading is just information it's not knowledge it's not skill it's just information information that you will probably never use because you've never made the effort to use it information which is which is just going to end up becoming something like oh i read about this and it'll just be something that you use at a party but you probably never use in life and then what happens is you start wondering oh but i read this book why hasn't my life changed yet i know i have done that so many times 
it's not changed because i've not implemented anything it's not changed because what i have forgotten is that reading the book is step 1 buying the book is step minus 1 reading is step 1 after reading it there has to be some something that i apply or experiment with so that i can see whether if this is the solution that i was looking for or not and i've seen a lot of us doing this we're trying to um for the lack of a better word medicate our problems by just picking these books up randomly without deciding if this is working for us or not we just the act of buying the book has suddenly started to become a solution which it can't be additionally there is only so many systems or methods that you can try in a lifetime there is a finite amount of time that you have you have finite resources and there are only finite number of problems that you can solve at a time because of which if you can't do that it's all, it also feels a little bit like you've been you're cheating yourself out of it it's it's like we've started using books like a cheat code like oh if i read this and i implement this my problem will be solved or if i just read this my life will be sorted it won't be because you've not tried you've not experimented you've not done anything i see a lot of really interesting content that exists out there of someone actually trying um to implement what they've read in a book which i think is fascinating i've seen some channels on youtube which wherein someone reads a book and they're like okay i'm going to take 30 days to see if this particular thing works for me i think that's fantastic now they are taking in sustained dedicated effort to do that the ordinary reader may not be able to do that but it's very important to find places where we can do that books that make us want to take that action or methods that we want to try to solve problems that we have now i also want to take a little bit of a segue to one more place if your intention is just to read as many books as possible whether it is self help or any any other such genre and you don't really want to apply that knowledge that's also fine if you're just picking the book up for getting perspective on what's new out there what is someone else's research talking about that's also fair maybe you just want to read 250 books to get a bunch of tacit knowledge that you can use at work or or you can just you know talk to people about maybe you're looking for talking points in your books and that's fine that's absolutely fine but if you're buying a book or if you're buying a self help book from the intention of solving a problem you cannot solve that problem without trying out the things that the book has told you there's a difference in between holding the knowledge and using the knowledge find where you lie on that spectrum holding the knowledge is also perfectly fine if you just want to use it as a conversation starter it's it's fine you can do that i realized that for myself i had bought all these books with the intention of implementation i had not bought it with the intention of being able to use it as a conversation starter that's on me and that's what i've realized about my reading is i need to now stop looking at my non fiction books as a means to reach my reading goals for the year i think i do that because they are slightly thinner books than your average fiction book i mean an average non fiction book is anywhere between 200 something pages to 300 something pages an average normal fiction romcom is around 350 to 400 pages i know for a fact and i have no shame in admitting it i have used non fiction a lot of times to just get my reading goals for the year done uh i have done that i have no shame in admitting that 
but i think now what i want to do is i want to be a lot more intentional with how i do my self help book reading i want to first of all be a lot more cautious in the kind of self help books i'm buying now for example i have 33 books on personal finance i don't need more books on personal finance because of those 33 i'm very proud to admit i've read 7 very proud of that that's probably my best rate uh, of completion in in the self help various subcategories of self help so i think i've read 7 or 8 of them of them five have largely been similar talking about the same things um in terms of having an emergency fund getting insurance having medical insurance all those things they've largely been similar at this juncture in life i will not buy another personal help uh, personal finance book simply because they i have read seven five of them have said similar things which means that maybe the information that i already had to get i have received it's now about me actually going and saving that emergency fund so that's the first thing i want to do i want to check if i already have in my large repertoire of books if i have something that is already similar to what i'm trying to buy um because if it is then i've already found a way to solve the problem it's on me for not leveraging that way to solve the problem and um secondly what i would also like to do in my self help genre is i would honestly like to not buy any self help books for the upcoming year i want to try doing this i know that this is difficult because for me as a person who's who also procrastinates a lot and has started using the act of buying self help books as a way to procrastinate further it will be very challenging for me to not buy any self help books but i really do want to try for a year not buy any self help book not buy any book on productivity or personal finance or uh, goals or note taking or whatever and what i really want to leave you with is that by all means buy all these books by all means go and buy as many personal finance books and as many productivity books as you like but know why you're buying them are you buying them just to hold the knowledge or are you buying them to solve a problem solving a problem requires you to apply if you if you think that you can apply 30 books in a year by all means go ahead and buy 30 books apply them if however you choose just to use them to hold knowledge that's perfectly fine but yes um in that situation we lose the right to ask if this productivity system or this concept that the author was talking about was worth our time or not because we never tried it so we'll never know if it was worth our time or not that's on us to figure out by applying it also i also think one of the th- outcomes or one of the reasons also why i've had a lot of books in this genre was because when i had just started working out i would have a lot of people recommending stuff to me um because you know the seniors in the corporate world they read a couple of books and they stand by them and they vouch for them and they then you're like oh maybe this is the key to their success so let's read it i would strongly urge you to not get swept up in that rush of this is the hot new self development framework um people will swear by frameworks that change their lives those frameworks may not change their li- your life to identify whether a system can change your life or not you have to actually physically apply that system do you think you have the time to do that if you don't leave it 
pick up something else that you think is more worth your time it could be fiction it could be non fiction it could be anything and lastly i for myself this is this is something that i would like to do and i hope that in some way i can keep giving you guys an update on how i do this throughout the years i don't want to read self help like i read my fiction books i actually want to take the effort of processing the information i want to take notes i want to do reflection i want to do i want to identify where i can apply things and where i can't apply things i want to use this as a i don't genuinely want to use my books as a way to do self development self development requires thought effort reflection i want to find a way to do that in the upcoming year so maybe if i don't overwhelm myself with more books i'll be able to find a way to do that but that's that um do tell me what are your self help um ruminations in the past year or maybe longer tell me if there are self help books that you really swear by and vouch for and really enjoyed and have applied also i'd love to know some of your recommendations but uh, that's that and i hope you had a great time listening in i'll see you in the next one bye